0: Welcome to the Business That Story Built podcast. I'm your host, Christy Bilbrey, a marketing strategist and brand story expert. My goal is to help you understand exactly what sets you apart from your competitors and how to confidently and authentically share that with the world. Your stories are what draw in your audience and keep them coming back for more of you and what you offer. In the business world, the top storytellers grow the top businesses. Let's chat about how to share your stories to grow your business. If you're wondering why a podcast named The Business That Story Built is dedicating an episode to how I've been working through this year and creating a new normal, I've always believed that there are two types of stories the stories we tell ourselves, and the stories we tell others. Today's episode is going to take you a little bit behind the curtain into how I am restructuring aspects of my life to change the stories that I tell myself. So, if you could use some help right now, rethinking the way your life is structured, because we are in a very unique time right now. And that may require breaking down some old systems, some old mindsets, and changing them to what is going to work right now. If that is where you are, then you are in the right place. All right, so here's kind of what prompted this. Right now, I am going through Beth Moore's book, Chasing Vines, in my small group. And interestingly, this book was released about a month before the pandemic hit and, uh, or, you know, before the shutdown in March. But it really speaks perfectly to this moment in history. And she writes a chapter called Roots, and she talks about dealing with loss, where it feels like the way that you have lived is just gone. And that what we most want is to go back to the way that things were beforehand. But she gives really clear wisdom about this that I didn't really want to hear, but there's a lot of truth. And that's not going to happen. Things are not going to go back to the way that they were and digging into that mindset if you stay in that mindset just saying no I want this to go back I want things to be the way they were I want my life the way it was before that is going to cause you to stay stuck longer and actually end up creating more issues and if anybody should know I should know I spent several months this year just holding my breath waiting for all of this to pass so that i could just go back to the way things were well instead of having that mindset she talks about slowly building a new normal and while it won't look the same it can still be good in spite of any loss when we have the right foundation of love and god We can still make the future matter. And not to say, she was actually really clear about this and I appreciated it. It doesn't mean that it's worth it. Like she gave an example, I think it was a man who created some nonprofit that did a ton of good for thousands of people, but he created it uh, because of the loss of his, I believe it was, wife, daughter, and mother. And I'm not sure how they were killed, but because of that, that led him to create this. And he would never, it's cruel, she says, it's cruel to even ask, is it, was their death worth it? No, I don't think we should ever ask that. And it doesn't have to be that answer. It's not that what you, that your loss was worth it, but what are you going to do with it? Are you going to spiral down or are you going to find a way to move forward and bring something good because that is possible even if it doesn't feel like it right now that is absolutely possible um so i don't know <laughs> i don't know if you're like me but i am the kind of person who can easily fall into a pity party and just get frustrated that something went wrong, or I was wronged. And um, it just it can derail me and my mind can kind of circle around those thoughts that just reinforce whatever negativity I've fixated on. And um, that never helps, right? So that doesn't help me love, serve others better. That doesn't help me feel better. That doesn't do anything positive for me. And there are several things that have happened in 2020, both personally, as well as the losses that all of us as a country and a world have had to deal with, that gave me stress and anxiety to the point where um, I got sick. I was having issues with eczema And then it just continued to build over the summer. I ended up getting shingles and I'm nowhere near old enough that I should be getting shingles. So I just assumed it was some random rash because I do have eczema. And so I didn't get it checked out. I just thought, oh, I'm just, you know, I need to take better care of myself. Well, it got worse. And so I didn't, it wasn't diagnosed for a week, which is not good. I ended up doing a late night telehealth video appointment and uh, the person, the doctor who diagnosed it said, yeah, that is definitely shingles. And ideally we like to diagnose that within one to two days and you're already a weekend. So it was in a pretty bad place. So, and on top of that, the shingles actually made my eczema worse. So really fun, fun times. Um, and then it just, it caused all kinds of chaos in different systems in my body getting thrown off, from my sleep getting thrown off, GI issues, my mood was everywhere, Um, just all kinds of things were thrown off. So in the midst of all that, when I felt like, oh my gosh, just get me through this moment, and I felt pretty helpless, what I really learned the most is that stress and anxiety is never, ever going to lead you anywhere good. And so I've spent a lot of time thinking about that and learning about stress and anxiety and how they work and the mindsets. And I recently listened to this audio from a woman in the UK who I believe she's a psychologist. She said that a lot of anxiety, it stems from a mindset where we have we have this attitude that it's a good thing. To be prepared, right? We're always told, well, just be prepared, be prepared. So our mind wants to go to these worst case scenarios. When there's something that's causing us stress or anxiety, we think, well, what do I need to be prepared for? So it's not uncommon for, you know, our minds to just want to race down this spiral of, well, what is the worst case scenario that can happen? Well, what else could happen? Well, what would I do in that situation? Well, the problem is, we just keep repeating these over and over in our minds. And we spend our time living out in our mind, these worst case, horrible scenarios. And the truth is, most of the time, those worst case scenarios will never happen. And the things that do happen in your life that You have to deal with um, that, are very difficult, are often things that you never would have seen coming, you never would have dreamt of. And so, you spend this time that you could be enjoying what you do have spiraling downward. So, um, I thought that was interesting that we think we're doing ourselves a favor and we're really. Not So if you are someone who deals with anxiety and, you know, maybe you lay awake in bed and you're thinking about uh, what could possibly happen in different scenarios in different aspects of your life, try to just be more aware of that and rein that in. And just say, you know what? This is not serving me. This is not going to do me any favors. And one thing that she said, the psychologist, was that we we do this because we want to have certainty in our life. And the truth is, most of life is uncertain. And while that might initially feel unsettling, like it did to me, if you can accept that, it's like, you know, I used to surf occasionally and you kind of just have to ride out a wave. If you fight the wave, you're only going to hurt yourself. But if you ride the wave out and just say, okay, life is going to be uncertain and I just kind of have to go with that, then what can I focus on that is good around me? And that's that's where gratitude can come in and joy Um, with gratitude to just enjoy what is going on in your life. There are things that are going well and it's so easy for us to dismiss when we feel like there's a lot of bad things happening too. And the other thing, yesterday I was uh, listening to somebody else. I'm not actually sure what her her direct expertise in, but she was talking about stress and she was talking about how to cope with stress. And she said, if people tell you that you need to reduce your stress, those people are lying to you. And I thought that was really interesting because I feel like that's such a common response, even from doctors to say, oh, well, if you're feeling stressed, you really just need to reduce your stress. Well, going to live in a cave away from stressful things is not really possible and probably would bring on its own stressors. So she said what you need to do is realize, kind of similar to what the other woman said, you just need to realize that there are a lot of things in life that are going to be stressful. Jobs are stressful, family issues can be stressful, traffic... Um, going to the grocery store, you know, whatever it is, there are things that are stressful. And at this time, we have heightened number of things that are stressing us out. But we need to understand that um, life is stressful, and we just need to find ways to cope with it. So she gave all kinds of examples and techniques and things that you can do whether it's deep breathing go outside spend one minute in a high intensity like you know if you're in a public place maybe go into a bathroom stall and just shadow box for one minute get the stress out talk to somebody if you can there's different things that you can do in the moment to get the stress out as well as just trying to live a healthier life overall But we need to get rid of this thought that with anxiety that we can be prepared and build a certain life. We can't. We have an uncertainty that exists. And same with stress. There is stress that's just going to exist. And the sooner we can accept that, the better our lives will become and the more we will be able to build resiliency, which is Bouncing back from those. And we can also incorporate gratitude and more joy in our lives when we say, okay, things aren't great, but what is good? And it could be maybe somebody reached out to you in your business for an opportunity. Maybe um, you got to spend time just, you know, with your dog, with a family member, catching up with somebody you haven't heard from. Or maybe it's just time reading a book. That you've been wanting to read for a while. I don't know what it is. It could be getting a great parking spot somewhere, but those things matter and those things can help you calm down. They can help elevate your mood. They can help you think more clearly. So, Those are some tips that I have with when everything seems like it's crazy, what are you supposed to do? So I hope that helps. And then in terms of really building a new structure outside of just those mindsets, we can also develop healthier habits. And some things may just be a habit that you're going to incorporate right now in this crazy time, or maybe it's something that you will continue long term. Um, So some things that I have focused on, that I am focusing on, working on, building new types of habits and structures around are, um, I was reading, watching the news way too much. It was a distraction. It was adding to my anxiety and I wasn't as clear and focused So I uninstalled some of those apps from my phone and told myself, okay, I can watch one to two news shows with my husband at night, and that's all the news I'm gonna consume right now. And again, that may change at a later time, but right now I have decided that's what's healthy for me. Um, Something else is just incorporating walks into my day like five or six times a week. And it doesn't have to be a five-mile walk. It can be, you know, less than a mile even. But getting outside, um, for me, being in nature, even if it's just being in my backyard, even though it's still super hot in Phoenix, I can do it for, you know, a few minutes here and a few minutes there, and enjoy that. So um, those are some. There's there's several, but you can think about okay. What's really affecting me right now? So, first of all, I want to say I certainly do not have all of this figured out, and nor will I ever. But I think that just having a heightened sense of awareness, knowing that the world is never going to be perfect, there will always be stress, there will always be anxiety. But how can you enjoy your life and make the most out of it in spite of that? And right now, so if you Um, If you want some help figuring out how would I even go about doing that in my life, then here are some questions that I want you to think about. So first is, where do you feel stuck? And how are you making strides? And those are two totally separate questions. So you may be making strides in those areas. You may be making strides in totally different areas. And maybe you don't feel like you are, but that's where I would challenge you to even find the tiniest things where you are making strides and be really honest about where you feel stuck and kind of go down a couple layers. Why do you think that is? What is causing it? Um, if you had to rank the top three to five areas that frustrate you, that fill you with anxiety, or break your heart, or just consume your thoughts on a regular basis, maybe preventing you from what you should be focused on, what would those top three to five areas be? And be as specific as you can. Where do you feel a disconnect, like things are just not working even when you try? What are your most precious values that won't change regardless of what society says? These are tried and true. These are who you are. And what do you consider your foundation to be that will get you through even the most difficult times in life? So I want you to really focus on those last two, your values and your foundation. Because if you are very clear on what those are, and try not to make a list of 100 things, you know, try to keep these really just your core, maybe three to five things that are most important to you that really guide you in life. And think about how are those being neglected? How are those areas where you feel stuck? um, Or where you have anxiety? How are those in relation to your values? And what you consider to be your foundation in life? because I have a feeling that there is a disconnect and that you might be allowing things in life to lead you astray from truly being led by your core values and foundation. And so sometimes realigning with those can spur ideas about, oh, you know what, this is most important. And I have a feeling that I feel worse than I should because I am not making that the priority that it needs to be in my life. And so use that kind of as your starting point to come up with, and you know, I, if you're building new habits, build one or two new ones at a time and spend a couple weeks really making those your focus before you try to move on. Even if there's 10 things you wanna do, start with one to two, really emphasize those in your thoughts and maybe write sticky notes or some kind of reminder to yourself that that's what you want to focus on. What is a very specific way you can do that? Is it spending five minutes at the beginning or end of your day in prayer, meditating, whatever that looks like for you? Maybe it's journaling about some of the ways, trying to just come up with brainstorms of what are some ways that you can really live out those closely held beliefs and values In some sort of new routine or new mindset. Maybe that's something, you know, you might start something that you've never done before or something that you remember. Oh my gosh, yeah, I used to do that and that was so helpful. I don't know why I stopped doing that, but I need to bring that back. And then I would also ask, who can you count on in your support system? And, you know, I, there's a, um, there's a, a group that I just joined for free, thankfully, through my insurance uh, wellness program that has these weekly, uh, weekly meetings, and that's something to create a new support system for a specific area of wellness. So do you have someone you can go to, or do you need to find new community for something that Really important to you. And I'll be honest, you know, I'm a Christian, and there are some areas of life where there isn't gonna be another person that can truly relate, that can truly be there all the time when you need it and walk with you, and only God is gonna be able to be there for you. So think about that, you know. Um, there is good news because he's always available. So if that is something for you to consider dependent on which areas you're looking at in life and how that's affecting you, let that be something that you focus on and contemplate. And I'm going to leave you with this. There is a verse that I think is so great for this time that we're all going through right now. It's from Isaiah 43, 18 through 19, and it says, "'Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past.'" See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I hope that's helpful. Uh, That was helpful for me because I certainly feel like, uh, you know, we are in this collective wilderness and wasteland right now. So I just want you to know, even when it feels tough like that and you can't see the end in sight, keep your eyes open know that there are still good things happening and good can come from this and really work toward that. Thanks so much for listening and have a wonderful week. If you're ready to dive deeper into exploring the wealth of stories you have to offer, grab my free guide, Become Your Audience Bestie at bit.ly forward slash bestie podcast that's bit.ly forward slash bestie podcast you can also find the link in the description of this podcast if you enjoyed today's episode make sure to subscribe to this podcast and i would be oh so appreciative if you would also take a moment to leave a review do you know someone else who needs this episode make sure to share the link with them thanks for listening